What's going on everybody? It is August 13th and I am at Panera Bread uh, after a long shift recording the intro to the podcast. Um, the full episode should be uploaded before the weekend is up. Um, it'll be up on the RSS tonight and so it'll hit all the stores, Apple, Google Play, all that stuff probably... Uh, before Monday, it'll definitely be on all the stores. So, I just wanted to say thanks, everyone, for streaming and for checking me out. Um, we are on my first milestone, episode ten, and uh, that means that I am going to complete season one and start over with season two. Episode one will be the next one, and uh, I will. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for, you know, coming through, supporting, liking the page, following, and subscribing. Um, and uh, this is just the beginning. Thanks so much. give it to you because I thought it was a funny thing to say. I wasn't trying to say nothing about you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Tory Lanez. What is this, Tory Lanez? It's not really Tory Lanez. On my Instagram said, yo, I've been there. Tory Lanez. <laughs> does Tory Lanez have two Z's on his Instagram live? That's not um, Tory Lanez. I, I wouldn't know. But, but, I mean, what, what, what is the, um, what's the theme here today? So, I mean, it's the 10th episode, man. It's a, it's a celebration. We went number 10. That means that we, we farted out uh, 15 hours of content. They're definitely shitting it out right now. <laughs> um, let's see. 10 hours, I mean, 15 hours. I guess you're kind of running on the, uh, the theme of the X here today, episode X. I don't know, man. I just want to talk some shit, man. Some fun shit. Some goofy shit. You can talk about whatever you want. Oh shit! <laughs> it's not Tory Lanes, it's Troy Lanes. <laughs> Who the fuck is Troy Lanes? Oh, uh, don't clown Troy Lanes. He said my name is. I don't, I don't know who that is. I'm not clowning. I don't know who that is. It's Troy. What's up, Troy? I thought you was Tory Lanes for a second, bro. <laughs> so we on Instagram live. We on Facebook live. We doing it live, man. We doing it live. Fuck it, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Fuck it, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. So I sent you some notes. These can you can you see them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me take a look at that. All right, all right. So I wanted to think about the episode being number ten, and it's just like you know we having a good time. We talking some shit about how the episode is number ten, and I thought, wow, you'd be surprised how many things that I'm interested in uh, have X, which is the <laughs> Roman numeral for ten. Like what? Since I made this, yo, it's a dope play on my name. Oh, <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Troy, that's what's up, bro. Um, so you you said, um, I, I believe in the in the notes, I saw something about why do porn choose XXX of all letters? Okay. What, what was that about? Are you, do you have a, a thing where you could Google? Like, what's the purpose of that? Because I know that back in the day, right, whenever they used to, like, bottle, like, uh, like alcohol, they would just put, like, yeah. X's on it. 
like poison. Right. It was moonshine. Moonshine. Yeah, it would just have the X's on it. So X has always been like a symbol of, you know, like, this is like poison. This is like. So I'm looking at this from, um, well, it seems pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. And it seems simple now that I've read it. But um, it was a question online. Somebody asked, why did how did XXX end up being related to porn? Yeah. Arises from film ratings. Adult-only films were originally oh, X-rated. Right. Over time, adult filmmakers unofficially added more X's to make it seem like they're even more wait, on wait, that X-rated. So what X-rated was was maybe like you know some like sensual stuff, like no like genitals, just like boobs and stuff. And then what like well, XX? The rating, the rating system yeah. for movies and the MPAA yeah. um, are actually historically a really fucking sexist thing. So the way it works is basically way, you know, early on in yeah. the days of the MPA, things like, and this is where you get shit like the ESRB too, which rates video games. Yeah. And where you get the explicit content label on albums. Right. I think that we were uh, talking people, about this on the episode about, um, about language and pretty much how, right. you know, the government spends mad money for these organizations, the ESRB, the parental advisory, like all that shit. They spend a lot of money on censoring art. Well, actually, I believe early on it was a it was a bit of a movement on the part of like a, some socially conservative groups who basically didn't want to see women naked in movies, and mm. it, it started out but like shit like this. Like, for example, um, let's say you show an interracial couple in a movie or something. That's the kind of thing they might it might it's like not graphic or something, but it might somehow get your movie rated higher or like you know uh, PG thirteen or something as opposed to Rated G Everything or like goes back to race all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my well, goodness! I mean, it's, that's an example. Can of you believe Sidney Poitier kissed um, Catherine Hepburn? Well, what was the girl that he kissed on film? I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I just know that it's basically over time. It's become a way to censor censorship, hmm. and over time, you know, people have gotten a little less uptight about shit like that. So you see more shit and more shit, but. There's like a reason, you know, you can have a guy's dick, like a straight up a guy's dick in a movie. <laughs> yeah. And it'll it'll be rated R. But if you have a girl's like vagina in a movie, it's suddenly considered X rated adult only NC-17. Wow. It's, it's kind of stupid. It doesn't really make any sense. Hmm. But you can straight up show a dick on camera and that doesn't somehow get you flagged as NC-17. But if you show a nipple, vagina, but if you show a nipple, it it's the end of the world. And, or and that's another thing. Like that's why people are on that shit, you know, online because it's kind of stupid that Instagram will ban you or something for showing nipples online. But you know, they they don't give a fuck if you're being racist and shit. <laughs> right, right. Hey, yo, speaking of racist, you know, I just realized that um, the 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 Baltimore Club song, right, is supposed to kind of be like a parody of like an old. Uh, like Native American chant, like there's some holes in this house, there's some holes in this house, there's some holes in this house, there's some holes in this house. That's where that came from. What is that song? You've never heard the song. What's what's it called? Who's it by? Oh shit, I can't remember. It's just like a classic Baltimore club, Jersey club shit, like yeah, I've never heard that song, but yeah, it sounds like holes in this house, there's some holes. It's it's a I don't know if anyone else knows this. But it's definitely a parody of a Native American chant. Huh? It's my first time hearing that. 
Okay, if you go to, um, are you going to be like my Jamie? <laughs> no, I can't do that from here. You can't Google stuff? I can't do that from here. What do you mean? I mean, it's not like I, I can play the audio or something over there. No, 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 don't play the audio. Just tell me what the name of the song is. Oh, uh, okay, okay. What, what was it called? Uh, what? Okay, if, if you go to Who Sampled and then type WAP, it'll tell you what the sample comes from. Is that how you found out about that shit? No, I knew about this shit since high school, man. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes yeah. in this house. Yeah, so it's we used to dance to that shit. <laughs> Frank Sky or Frank Ski's whores in this house. Yes, and if you listen to oh, Joe Budden, Joe Budden also referenced the song on that shit, Fire, the song called Fire. <clears throat> some fan of you listen to Joe Budden? Up in, he's from Jersey, bro. He blew up, bro. We, we represented for Jersey. He was on. He said, I'm going to make this clear, loud and clear. Jersey's here. Some shit like that he said on the record. I don't remember what it was. East Bodie. But he said this. It was Busta Rhymes was on the feature, bro. You can't tell me a Busta. You can't have a Busta. He has a Busta hey, Rhymes Busta feature. Busta Rhymes was also on that song, Arab Money, which was also incredibly <laughs> racist. Yo. You remember that shit? Hip-hop has, has had some very racist moments, yes. Arab Money. Um, I mean, on one hand... Yo, that song where Jay-Z done, uh, does all the girls, 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 that song is racist as fuck. That song is so, like, what get you canceled today. Which song? Girls, 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 girls. Girls all over the floor. Now put your number on this paper, because I would love to date you. Holla at you when I come off tour. He got a song, he got talks about his Asian chick who does this and that, and then talks about his <laughs> African chick who does this. You never heard that song before? No, I haven't heard that one either. Bro, get out of here. He had a yeah, video for it and everything. <laughs> There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. That's so fucked up, dog. You know, I've never even heard that. Um, I'm really unfamiliar with the idea of this, um, the, the, the song, The Whores in This House. I don't what? know if there's a way that I could pull up the audio. Like, what's the name of the song? And let's see if Alexa knows what it is. You'll get, you'll get copyrighted. Let, I'll, I'll just mute it out. What it, we'll, we'll, you got to clear that sample. Nah, bro. Uh, see if Alexa knows Megan what it the is. Megan Thee Stallion cleared the sample. Why can't you? Shut up. What's the name of the song? Um, which one? Holes in This House by Frank what? Frank Ski or Frank Sky? I don't know. Frank Ski? Like Wanda and Frank Ski? It's like Ski like Ski Mask. Alexa, play Holes in This House by Frank Ski. I couldn't find Holes in the House by DJ Frank Ski, but here is other music by DJ Frank Ski. <laughs> it found it. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> hey! Yo, this junk used to slap. You, you be in the party, man. You gotta dance to this shit, dog. It's fucking wild. Hey. Hey. <laughs> what is that? It's the Kahan Bongo. Alexa, be quiet. So, Alexa, shut up. <laughs> so you see why I that... Like how y'all got to tell it twice. Right. So you see how that song can kind of be problematic? Because it's, it's sort of like a Native American chant parody. 
Yeah, it's kind of problematic. Yeah. <laughs> but also the hoes part too. That's kind of fucked up. Because it's kind of I mean, like the song, the song is called "Whores in This House." It's called "Whores in This House" or "Hoes in This House." Whores in This House is what I saw when I saw the sample. <laughs> right. So the song is misogynistic as fuck. But what they did was they took that shit and they said, "Look, yeah, so what? We do some shit. We do some whole shit. Y'all do some whole shit, dude. You know." Yeah. It literally says "Whores in This House," Frank Ski. That's hilarious. That I mean, hilarious. you know. But yeah, been twenty um, years. Hey, you know, I never really fucked with the song, the WAP song. Um, but then, like, you saw the video and then the whole, you know, hype about it and then the memes. You know the memes were coming. And so it just I'm overall... I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't even seen it yet. I haven't even heard the song yet. What? I've been so out of the loop with it. Just, the other day, whether I think yesterday or today, yeah, I woke up and I started seeing all over the fucking, also all over social media, something about fucking WAP. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I just kind of, I didn't really pay no mind. I was just kind of like, all right, whatever. Right, right. But so you have I to. I didn't realize till later that night it's a fucking song. Right. By right. Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B. Yeah. So and what I thought you... people were just talking some dumb shit about some shit called WAP that they heard about today. Like, I thought <laughs> I thought that was just the new dumb shit people wanted to argue about today. Do the snake, do the freak, do the WAP, not drop. That's the old really dance, thought... the WAP. You ever seen anybody do the WAP? I thought, honestly, a little bit might have been a, a goo-wop reference. Yeah. But do you understand now what it means? Uh, it, it means wet-ass pussy, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And so, so Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got that after, after um, seeing it in context all over the internet. Right. So pretty much... I drew the con- I drew the correlation between that <laughs> and your moist-ass penis. <laughs> That's what I... See, that's moist. the thing. You know, I thought moist ass penis was an original thought, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's fucking hilarious." But, but then I realized you would just you just flip the the wet ass pussy. pussy yeah, because I thought I always thought it would be, people would go wet ass pussy, hard ass dick, right? So that'd be the first thing people think about. But I always thought it would be funny because uh, moist is just a word that people. It's, it's a it's a common thing that people go, "Ooh, that word makes me shudder" or whatever. You know, sometimes I don't understand why. It's just weird. It's just a weird thing that people... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like another form of groupthink where someone goes, hey, anyone who says moist... Ooh, don't say that. I didn't like that. Moist. I don't get that. You want to know what really does piss me off? Uh, is uh, when people chew with their with their mouths open and they can't fucking close their mouth and they just like do some ASMR shit in your face. You can't fucking I said, that. please close your mouth. I said, please close your mouth. When you eat and pour that out, why you eat with your mouth? Oh my, oh my, oh my. Yo, that's so racist, bro. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's racist as fuck. And There's then, a lot of things that are racist. Like, like I said, that Arab Money song. Yeah. With Buster Rhymes by yeah. who? I think the song is Buster Rhymes' song. I don't think it's even featuring him. I think it is Buster Rhymes' song. We got Arab Money. But the, here's the thing. And it's literally like got like fake Arabic in the beginning. It's just like Hala Shiki Hala or some dumb. That's not real Arabic. I'm pretty sure it's not real Arabic. <laughs> Yo, real talk, dude. I um, I think that the Arabs fuck with that shit, dude. I don't think they. I don't think they heard that shit. No, nah, they've heard it. They heard it. Yo, do you remember around that same time <laughs> when it became fashionable for people to like wear? Like fucking desert scarves. Oh yeah, I still rock that shit. I, I would rock that. I have a homie that rocks that stuff, man. 
coincidentally happened to be around the time Arab Money came out. Yeah, people like it, man. That's- I mean, I like I like different styles. Um, that's why I think that cultural appropriation is like you know. It's valid when it comes to African-American stuff, but we appropriate culture all the time. Like, I'm doing a podcast. There's some white culture right there I'm appropriating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, What's you up? know. Uh, I, wait, she told me how to say her name once before. It's not Aja. It's like Asia, but it's spelled A-J-A. Who? Asia. I don't even know who that is. You wouldn't know. I only know her because... One time, she said I sounded like Q-Tip, and then I made a video based off of her comment. Excuse me. I made a whole video about it. You I made a whole, whole video about it because I fucked with Tip. Though. Told the whole neighborhood. I told the I fucks with Tip. Hard. Pause. Like Q-Tip. Like Q-Tip? <laughs> yeah, Q-Tip in your ear. <laughs> Yo, Q-Tip's name is dope because it's like he's like a rapper, but his name is like a Q-Tip. Like his, like his, a Q-Tip goes good in, in your, your ear. ear, like a Q-Tip. Yeah, a Q-Tip goes in your ear. Is that is that what like the the, the thing is there? I I, I didn't know. Is that Music really goes in your about? ear too. Is that really what the name is about? I don't know. Because <laughs> that would have been like the most the most. Grounded but real rap name of all time. <laughs> it might be. I never really looked up what his name, what what he like his definition of his name was. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that's what I that's what uh was was happening. Oh, speaking of X, it's the tenth episode. X, we gotta keep on the X shit. X X. What kind of whatever. Um, yo, The Rock just bought uh the XFL. Did you hear about he that? The, the XFL. He sure did. Yep. That's the uh, the new racist football league that they wanted to that Vince McMahon wanted to take to so he could so he could force the football players to not kneel during the anthem. Oh, I guess <laughs> that's what that was about. The whole X, the XFL. Yeah, that was that all started. I'm pretty sure when they were like, you know, people were talking about they didn't want the, um, you know, they thought football's too dangerous or whatever. And right. You got to think about the health of the players and whatnot, the safety. No, of the but players. the XFL I, was out before all this stuff happened, way before, and then they nobody really watched it, and then they came back. And and what I remember hearing about XFL was, what I remember about it is it was around the time the Kaepernick thing was, and it was like we're going to go over here where we can kick you off the team if you kneel during the anthem or some shit like that. Oh wow! It was some dumb shit related to that. I remember people were starting to be like. Oh well, XFL is going to kick off now, and I remember hearing that a lot. Like people were like, "I'm not, I'm not going to support NFL anymore <laughs> because of well, Colin Kaepernick." I guess. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Alexa, did the Rock buy XFL? Oh wow! Hey, can you Google it? Let me see. Okay. Thanks, Rock. Jamie. XFL in this house. X- I'm, I'm so, yeah. Brock's now the owner of the XFL. Uh-huh. It's founded by Johnson's former boss, WWE. Ed McMahon. Last one just one season. Okay. So, you got to think about this, man. The Rock is half black, half Polynesian, I think, right? I believe he is, yeah. Yeah, and he used to be an employee of... Ed McMahon, and now he bought yeah, a company that say. he owned. That's some dope shit, dog. That's like a one up, like just like a super one up, dog. 
<laughs> Can I you think, imagine um, like like being a janitor and then coming back and being a CEO? <laughs> I found an article yeah. from the Hard Times, which is like a, a you know a satire time. site. You've heard this song before, Hard Time. I think it's All right, uh, so look, Muddy look, Waters. Bloomberg News, February seventh, twenty twenty. Yeah. XF, XFL players who kneel during the anthem will face consequences. Ooh. Wow. And then and then there was a, a satire article from the Hard Times, and it says. <laughs> It says XFL players only kneeling during anthem due to untreated concussions. <laughs> Stupid. Which was the you know I guess a joke about the XFL being or supposedly trying to be uh, have fewer restrictions on that type of shit. I guess. Yeah. I think I was wrong. I think I said it the other way around earlier. Um, but as that's that's what I understand about it. Is it's different. And I guess if The Rock is now the owner, I don't know if that means he's gonna. I don't know if that means something good for that. Maybe yeah. like it's just going to be different. Maybe, I mean, that's maybe a... people will hold him accountable if like players kneel during the anthem and shit happens to them. Maybe people will hold the Rock accountable for it, and they'll be like, "Yo, fucking do something." <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> Which I would hope he would. You know, I, yeah. I, I feel like the Rock seems like a decent, good person. Yeah. I would hope he would fucking do some shit. True. If they tried to penalize players for kneeling during the anthem. True. Because that's the type of shit, I mean, if I was the owner, that's the type of shit I wouldn't give a fuck about. Yeah, yeah. See, I can never tell who's really on the live because it only shows one at a time, but it says there's a lot of people in there, and it says that when I close out the Facebook live, there's a lot of people there. But shout out to Thurston Lopes. Man, the dude is dope, man. Dope-ass artist, dope-ass musician, dope-ass guitarist. Shout out to Greg Kennard. Vote for him if you're in District 20, I think it is. Um, James Brown, the godfather of soul, back from the dead. Shout out to him. Um, he came on my live. Shout out to, um, uh, I think it's his Asia again, but she came on Instagram live for some reason. And, and then shout out to Tori Lanes. He said that I did a song with Essence way back. Essence, shout out to Essence of Hip Hop. She's dope. Um, but that's all I have to do. I got to make sure that I shout the people that's popping up in the live and saying stuff to me in the chat. So. And you said you're going to um, do another podcast tomorrow? I'm going to do as many as I can. If I got the energy and the stamina and the mental fortitude to do a podcast, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do 20 well, of you them. You said you were going um, to do, a, I believe, a live interview with uh, Greg, you said? Yeah, I'm going to do a live with Greg on, on, uh, on uh, uh, what you call it, uh, Facebook. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try Zoom. I'm gonna try Zoom. Zoom. Okay. Yeah. What are you What are you gonna ask about? Do you know? Do you have like a, an idea of what you're gonna talk about? I mean, you know, we just talk. We know each other for a while, so I mean, I pretty much want to talk about homelessness and homelessness in America because he has a program that's gonna like like his. They're trying to end it, but you know. Sure, and that's a big thing here yeah. in Atlanta, especially. Yeah. Uh, homelessness is a real big get... issue. Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of the of it, and I don't want to get out of my X mode because it's episode ten, and we in room Roman numeral X mode. Okay, okay, okay. I won't, I won't ruin, I won't spoil your thing. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. Ah, ah, ah. We are here today, having a good old time. Darkness is in the building today. Now, darkness has left the building, and happiness has come into play. We're gonna have a good time and a good day. <laughs> 
What you, hey now, what you say? Mm, what you say? Mm, if you only meant well, well, of course you didn't. Heap. Huh? That was a Mogan Heap. Is that what the name of the band is? Yeah, no, that the the artist. Yeah, the sample. Oh, mm, what you say? What else do I got on there? <clears throat> what did you think of DMX? And uh, I know this is the, we're, way, we're, way, we're way behind on that topic. It's no longer trending because Rick Ross and, and uh, 2 Chains went live. But what do you think about DMX? Gonna give it to you. Hey, yo, Alexa, <laughs> play Party Up. Instrumental. <laughs> I, um, I feel like, to be quite honest, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't tuning in much for any of those just because I tuned into one and all I saw was two people staring at a camera while their own music played. And I was like, I was like, Woo! are we just like, are we going to listen to these songs that we've already heard and decide which one's better? Cause they're, cause they're staring at us while they do it. This is not the beat at all. This just sounds like a generic, um, a karaoke version of the DMX song. Karaoke version. Hmm? You don't think yeah, so? I'm going to sing DMX at the karaoke bar. That would be funny, man. Y'all going to make me act a fool. <laughs> ah, ah. Where my dog's at? Oh. classic, bro. Yeah, but that beat is just shit. That's not the beat. That can't be. Do you hear that whistle? I do. That just sounds horrible, bro. <laughs> Alexa, be quiet. So here's the thing, like, I watched Slippin' and it really made me feel emotional. Like, wow, you know? What was that? DMX Slippin', the video where the hands are trying to get him and stuff and he's like all like sad and stuff. And I don't think I've ever seen that video. It's really when did he good. put that up? I don't know, man. I don't remember. 2000s? 90s? Late 90s? 99? I'm slipping. I'm falling. I, yeah, I may have never up. seen that one. Yo, on some real, I really need to brush up on my DMX because... I mean, people consider him one of the greatest, man. And, you know, I just never really got on it, man. I, I, I know a couple of, like, those hit records, but I want to listen to his albums. I hear that he really set a mood when it came time to record an album. Like I used to listen to some. Um, I like, there was a Doom song I really liked where he took one of his own beats yeah. and he put Rough Riders over it. Oh, shit. I, I liked that because it, it was a real crazy, funky sounding beat. And it had... Like it was the perfect BPM for it, so it just synced up perfectly. Yeah. And I remember the DMX verse at the end. It's fucking crazy. It was um, I don't even know which song it was that they used the verses from, but it was it went fucking hard, and I was like, I should probably get into some some DMX. <laughs> yeah, I I, I want to listen to DMX way deeper and like actually listen to albums. Um, I think that I should start with the <clears throat> Alexa. What are DMX albums? I want I want to say Dark as Hell is Hot. Am I wrong about that? And then the one no, where I'm he's covered in blood. Flesh of my flesh, where he's covered in blood. And then there was X. And five more. Then he came out with mad albums. So there are some like hardcore DMX fans. Um, <laughs> but this whole podcast is about that. Like I'm, uh, it's called the Late Bloomer Podcast. So I might just go through. Like I might just do an episode about DMX's catalog and listen to all of it, and then like review it. You know what I mean? You said because it's the Late Bloomer podcast that you were also going to watch movies that you weren't around to watch when they were like when they were hot and you just didn't watch it. Right, exactly. So, I'm going to do that you, too. What are you going to do? I think that I'm going to do this. This podcast format is going to be the format, right? 
But then when it comes to like those type of things, like, oh, I'm going to listen to all DMX's catalog and I'm going to review it. And then I'm going to rank it from the best to worst, in my opinion. And like that kind of shit. I'm going to make those like actual YouTube videos where it's just like, hey, I'm talking now and I'm doing a bit. You know what I mean? Right. And this podcast format, I'm just going to keep it the way it is. You know, and if I happen to talk about something that I watched or seen that I hadn't seen, then I'll do that. But I think the podcast format is going to be this. And those type of like uh, uh, vignettes or whatever, it will be, that'll be, that's what it is. You know what I mean? The word, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty cool idea. I like the idea of doing stuff that um, has kind of passed in yeah. its like in its day of popularity, right? Like just because just because you know, there's always going to be somebody that 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 is still interested in that, still looking that up, and then they just happen to see your video, and they're going to click on that one, <laughs> right? And then also, you know, <clears throat> having a broader vision, a broader. Uh, experience and understanding of art and art's purpose and not having outside forces tell you that something is good or bad or or reviews because a lot of the things that I see that I actually like it's not that I have bad taste but you know at the time they got shitty reviews you know like The Mask or like all the like you know popular Ace Ventura or like movies that are like you know stupid goofy movies that I would like they got ter- terrible reviews, and most comedies just get bad reviews overall, you know? So it's good that I don't, like, and I'm, I'm not, like, I listen to Anthony Fantano, even if I didn't even listen to the album. <laughs> you, you, you said you watched the Anthony Fantano videos even if you didn't listen to the album? Even if I didn't listen to the album, yeah. And I, I, I'll base my opinion on what his opinion is, so I try not to do that too often. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like his uh, take on shit usually, but... I feel like his his rating system to me is weird. Yeah. I feel like his rating system doesn't make sense. Right. And I feel like if he likes it, it's going to be a 10. If he really likes it, it's going to be a, a like high 9 or a 10. Right. And then anything else, he doesn't want to put it anywhere near that high. I think that I'm going to also do a rating system that's arbitrary, but like completely arbitrary. Like, oh, right. I'll give that's this... why I'm like, you know, where's these scores coming from? He just kind of at the end just says, I'm feeling a... Like, yeah. But I, I would just make up some random thing. Oh, it gets two tulips in a, in a rose or, like, whatever. I'm just going to make stupid, like, I'm not even going to really make any sense with it. I'm just going to be like, I liked it or I didn't like it, you know? Right. I would just come up with criteria. Right. Like, the, the three or four things I'm looking for and then kind of score it based on that. Yeah. Like, but, you know, like on a stars basis or something. Yeah, but speaking of episode 10, um, I do want to watch something that I hadn't watched before. Wait, what, 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 what was that? What was that? Was that? The X Files. Oh. Alexa, play the X Files theme song. Here's X Files psychic theme song. Alexa, be quiet. Stupid. She said, "Here's Xbox psychic theme song." What the hell are you talking about? How does that song <laughs> go? I forgot how it went. The X Files song. <sighs> the X Files theme. Yeah, I forgot how it goes. It goes. That's how it goes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, I remember that. But that's one thing that I've never really been into. I think I might do. Um, I never got into X Files either. No, I meant like I science feel- fiction in general. Because it's so exclusionary of black people. 
that I, it never really made sense to me, like aliens and space and and all that shit, because I, it never was grounded in reality to me as a person who like connects to the people of color, and they're never really there. It's always like one guy, you know. Yeah, and I mean, so, I feel like that's why I like, especially. I feel like I prefer the horror genre, not because you know it's weird or gory or anything like that, but because usually when it comes to shit like, because you know the sci-fi genre can can dabble in in uh, horror as well, and so you, it's not just one thing. It's going to be a, a mixture of genres all the time. Whenever it's a, a you know a, a really uh, just a movie that's had a lot of work put into it, a lot of thought put into it. So that's why I like movies like Get Out. I consider right. Get Out a sci-fi movie. Right. But, I mean, clearly it's like a horror movie, but I consider it like a sci-fi thriller kind of. Right, right, right. That's that's an example of something where, you know, you do take something that as, like, fucking just people of color you can you can relate to right, or, right. or you can, you know, identify with it. Right. I think that kind of stuff, yeah. When you take the, when you take reality rubber. and you kind of twist it and make it something different and kind of like shift what normal thing is, kind of like that movie where they where they're um, where they're doing the uh, uh, the call center and then it becomes a science fiction movie. I like oh shit like my that. God. I was just gonna say that too. That's another one. Boots Riley. I Boots Riley. Oh my gosh, I loved it's it. Called Sorry to bother you. Yeah, I love that film. It was amazing. And so I, but what what where it turns me off is the space shit. It's like set phasers to ten. We're gonna go through you know, and then like pew, 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 pew. like that shit never fucking got me. You know what I'm saying? See, that's 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 your fault because because they had Lando in Star Wars. <laughs> but, oh, they got Lando. Uh oh, watch uh, out! No, Lando. Lando is so Lando Lakes. That's some painfully butter. under underutilized in those movies. Right. He showed up. He showed up just to be a character and look cool. Yeah, and then um, of course, yeah, Darth Vader was the voice. Uh, well, uh, yeah, that was um. James Earl Jones. You want to hear my James Earl Jones? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's see. <clears throat> Simba, everything that touches the light is your kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking ignorant. <laughs> uh, yeah, James Earl Jones. James he Earl was Jones. A fucking Star Wars. James Earl Jones is the, literally, I think, probably the most iconic movie villain of all time. James Earl Jones or. Um, Darth Vader. James <laughs> Earl Jones played the fucking voice the no, most I mean, iconic like, fucking sci-fi character of all time. Right. Do you think that James Earl Jones would be a good uh, Marvel character villain? And if so, which one would he be? Oh, man. He should be like fucking Galactus or something. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not nerdy enough to know what the fuck Galactus is. In fact, I never saw any of the Avengers, so that might be another one that I'll do. I'll do like all the Avengers series from beginning to end and do an episode on that. I mean, you watched Black Panther, though. I know you watched that one. Because I am a black man and I want to see all of the Black Panther. (laughs) But you have seen it. I seen it because it was a cultural phenomenon. I had to see it, bro. But 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 my point is, you've seen so you've seen a Marvel movie. I mean, that's that's, I didn't I I didn't say I didn't see a Marvel movie. What I said was the Avengers series as a whole. I didn't see. You know, I think that's something I probably would have never gotten into had I never watched the first movie because I was bored. (laughs) Um, I was at home like in 2013 and I'd actually, I didn't, I hadn't watched any of these movies, um, any of the, like the Marvel films yet. Yeah. And I just, in my house, we happened to have the DVD for like Iron Man one. Right. And I just popped it in. 
Right. And I, it, Iron Man 1 is a legitimately good movie. It's really good, entertaining, and it was the first one, so it was kind of the first time you really got to see what they were going to do with any of that. Right. But um, it was a fun, cool movie. It's entertaining. It's funny. You know, you, you like the characters and shit, and it's based on a, on a character you, at the time people didn't really know that well. Not, not many people knew who the fuck Iron Man was. Right, but that song was dope, though, the one that, uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, the Black Sabbath song. That that was my only connection to Iron Man, is the Black Sabbath song, Iron Man. So, a Black Sabbath song, Iron Man, is it about Iron Man, or is he just saying that I am an Iron Man? It's actually not. The song Iron Man by Black Sabbath, I believe, is about, it's based on a sci-fi novel. Um, hold on, I can, I can find that out. Uh, Okay. but I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were saying something about the movie Iron Man, that how it got you on, it got the ball rolling. Yeah, on. yeah, that movie itself um, was really good. But when I saw that movie, I was like, oh wow, I should watch the other ones because at that time they'd already had Iron Man one and two, and then the Avengers movies. Yeah, or the first Avengers movie, and I think like Thor and Captain America were out too. Though I'm not, I'm not going to talk about those because I kind of think those are are kind of whack. They weren't very good. Um, at least compared to everything else. Captain America was good, man. I saw that. That was cool. The first one? The one where he was skinny and then he became buff? Yeah, and then he goes to, he fucking goes to fight the, the Red Skull. That shit was fun. I, I, I didn't like it that much. But I, it, look, if you thought that shit was fun, then you're going to love all the movies that actually are good. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to do that, man. I'm going to have to check that out. That's the thing, though, is really when I... Because I, I thought they were good movies, and so I watched all of them because we had them in the house. Yeah. But when I watched the Avengers movie, I was kind of like, I, I get it. Like, I get it. Oh, okay. Like, you know, it was just like a... It, it felt like a phenomenon at the time. That definitely was. It's still a classic movie, but... Right. It's, it was just the... It, it pulls you in. It draws you in. And I don't think I ever would have fucking gotten into any of those Marvel movies if I mm. hadn't seen those. Because I probably would would I'd probably be like yo this too, that's too many movies to watch right right um, but realistically I mean they're most of them are pretty fucking good there's a few of them that are kind of blah but like most of them are pretty quality movies that you can sit down and watch at any time and you won't feel like you wasted your time you'll be like ah right, that was that was fun I'm gonna talk about it I'm gonna I don't know I'm gonna read about it something you know right <laughs> like. It's the kind of movies, kind of movies when you're done watching it, you you look up the fucking movie after that and you start reading about how it got made, mm, right, 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 all that sort of shit. Yeah, you definitely do that. I think that's gonna that makes good content too. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Who doesn't want to? Who doesn't like that stuff? You know, if they've seen it, I, I can't think of many people who don't like the Avengers movies who've actually seen them. Right, right. All the people that don't is like the people who are like, nah, I ain't on that shit. Man, fuck all that comic book shit, man. What am I, a fucking nerd? What am I, like a fucking dork? Man, get <laughs> out of here, man. I, I, I don't want to watch Iron Man. I want to get some Iron Pussy, some WAP. I want to get me some WAP. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's really transcended that at this point. Yeah. At this point, shit like, you know, the Avengers is like, is culturally part, just part of the, the zeitgeist of the world. You know, like the entire world knows what the what the Avengers are. You know, they know, that, they know that shit in China. Yo, what was the thing about Iron Man, uh, Black Sabbath, though? The song. It's not about the character. Um, the song Iron Man, it was about, I, I believe, the song was came out like 1970. 
Hmm. And the character of the comic book, that character came out in like 1963. Yeah. The thing is, the lyricist for the for the for the band Geezer Butler played bass. Yeah. He claims he never even heard of Iron Man. <laughs> and he said that you know his parents didn't even let him read comic books. That's funny. So apparently, the song is like it. They 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 decided to call it. Iron Man. They were apparently just like, let's you know, let's do a song called Iron Man or Iron Guy or whatever. Iron and Dude. So they kind of started making it a story that's like some science fiction story, and it's like you know talks about time travel and just all sorts of weird shit. But it, it seems to be about some guy fucking like going crazy or something. That's what the song sounds like to me. It's like talking about somebody who's going crazy and. Um, doesn't really have anything to do with the character Iron Man. Wow. So why don't it's we ask song. Ozzy what the, what the song is about? He'll tell us. He's a fucking... He's a fucking... You know, Iron okay, Man is a fucking guy. He's a fucking made of Iron Man. <laughs> what? Yeah, Ozzy, Ozzy couldn't tell you shit if he was trying to. He's <laughs> fucking Iron Man. He's fucking made of Iron Man. I don't fucking know. I watched the video recently. You remember... You know, he was like probably one of the first that started doing the reality TV shit. And I was watching a clip the other day on YouTube from the from the Osbournes. That was a uh, funny show, man. And there was a clip where this motherfucker is like trying to show Ozzy how to use a computer, <laughs> like a PC, like a Windows fucking XP looking ass PC. Yeah. And he's sitting there clueless, and the computer freezes, and he's just sitting there, and he gets mad, and he walks out. And I just remember thinking, like, yo. This guy was old, even like fucking thirty years ago. <laughs> I like Sharon. She's so sweet and kind, and oh my gosh, it's Sharon. They're so like the, polar uh, opposite. X Factor too, huh? She was on the uh, X Factor too. They're so like opposite. I don't understand how that worked at all. I I can definitely see it. I think she started out like managing him or some shit like that. Was she like a wild girl too, or? <laughs> I, I I don't know, but I think when they when like they met, I think she was her like his manager. Hmm. I think if That's I remember funny. correctly, I'm not too I'm not that well versed on my Ozzy lore. I'm sorry. Right, I gotta um, I gotta listen to more Black Sabbath too because I think the damn shit is crazy too. Oh, I fuck with Black Sabbath. Crazy hard. Train, that Crazy Train song, that joke was hard, man. Which one? Crazy Train. <laughs> No, that's that's Ozzy. That's just Ozzy. Oh, it's just Ozzy. Ozzy, right? Black Sabbath was was the band Ozzy was in before he he went solo. Okay. So Black Sabbath's got the classic album Paranoid. That's like considered one of the greatest like heavy metal albums, greatest rock albums of all time. But that album's so fucking influential. Even in like, even in like hip hop and rap, you get so many people will tell you they listen to fucking Black Sabbath's Paranoid the album. Yeah, and that it's like it's one of their favorites, so that it's inspirational to them, that type of shit. I feel like that's one that's one album that's never gonna lose. It's like uh, it's magic, just because in terms of like that sound, the what they call the British new wave of British heavy metal. Yeah. that's like the, the entire genre of like Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, Motorhead, that sort of shit. Um, though you know, obviously it's different. We're talking about British heavy metal here, but the album Paranoid kind of started what we like now know is like, you know, 
basically branched off. It burst like metal as what we know it as like, you know, heavy fucking dark ass music. That's where it started is like in Black Sabbath's The Paranoid album. Hmm. And you could go back. You should listen. You should go listen to it. Listen to um, listen to a song. It's called Planet Caravan by, by Black Sabbath. It sounds like some it sounds like fucking in the air tonight by Phil Collins. Something like doom, 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 doom. like big it, sounds, it sounds wavy. It sounds fucking wavy. All right, I'm gonna have to he's check got, it out. He's got like a weird filter on his voice. Sounds like he's going like. It sounds crazy. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. It's uh, fucking groovy too, though. It's a, it's like a it's a slow jam. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're gonna have to um uh, excuse me because I'm a little distracted because I forgot my password for the Instagram and I had to. <laughs> Um, I, had to, I had to reset it, the whole phone, because it wouldn't log on to Wi-Fi. You should tell us all what your new password is. Uh, my password is uh, capital J-I-M-0310, exclamation point, exclamation point. Your password is S-U-C-K-M-Y-D-I-C-K. No, I don't give a fuck. They're not going to really get into my thing if I give my real password anyway. <laughs> but um yeah black sabbath um i've really uh never gotten to metal like i'm a late bloomer in metal too so uh as far as like scream metal or anything like that the only thing that i really know is uh my favorite is like stuff that people would say if they were metal heads they would probably laugh at me for liking it Sis- i'm not i mean i don't you know, and that's down. actually something i've seen a lot on youtube is like a lot of content that's specifically like, oh, you know, some guy reacts to this song for the first time or that song for the first time. And it's just mostly like hip hop heads reacting to metal songs we've never heard before. Oh, yeah, that joke is like, dope. That are considered like super classics and shit like that. Yeah, that joke is dope. I've seen a lot of that. I like it. I think it's really cool. I saw the I one. I think it's cool too. I saw these two kids this... listening to um, uh, Phil Collins in the air tonight for the first time. And... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on it's a. Great I think video. you shared that. Huh? I think you shared that. Oh, like, that's I? where I saw it. I th- I don't remember sharing that, but that's yeah, that's a great video, man. Because those kids are sincere; they really like listening to it. You know what I'm saying? They're really listening to it and understanding what's going on. You know, when the drum when the drums hit like halfway three minutes into the song, they was like, "Hell yeah, they love that shit." I can't feel it. That shit's hard. That shit's hard. Yeah, that song does go hard as fuck. I I feel like the other thing is most. I feel like most of the times that I've seen those videos, yeah, you know, whoever it is in the video, they usually end up liking the song. Right, right, so I right. Think, I think it kind of, you know, just speaks to the quality of the music itself. But, right, right. But it's like a lot of old shit, too, that they're reacting to, which I think is cool. Because, you know, if, you, if you're going to call this the Late Bloomer podcast, I mean, what, what better shit to review and react to and shit than, well, shit that's, that would, you wouldn't be reacting to now if you already heard like I would never be making a I react to this Metallica song video because I've heard these things like a fucking million times. Yeah, and I, but, and I can tell like some people are doing it because they want to try to get a, re- a reaction. I could tell the fake ones. I could, you know, you could you could. Tell. I can tell the fake ones too because they just go, "Whoa!" Oh, I can't believe I it. Like, <laughs> this is my first time listening to Bohemian Rhapsody. Fuck out of here, bro! Bohemian Rhapsody. Everybody's heard Bohemian Rhapsody. Dude. I know, right? Like that's one. Like, come on. <laughs> You never heard that shit. 
Hell nah, bro. But yo, it's my um, first time reacting to Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to pull up some some clips of some uh some of the uh sitcoms from the TV shows, but I can't like I I'm gonna take the TV down here, I think, so I could have the TV in the background and I could pull up clips. But it's really bad. And I used to watch this shit, dude. Which one? Like all of it. Moesha, Which- the Parkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've realized, I mean, not realized, I've, I've kind of known this, I guess, for a while, but sitcoms are some of the most fucking trash TV. It's horrible, seen. bro. It's the, like, it's like the lowest that, like, common you know, denominator like, form of entertainment. Nostalgia. Like, I like Fresh Prince out of nostalgia, right. but I don't think it's a fucking, like, like I, I, you know, you watch something and you kind of start to notice that they're all fucking taking so many breaks between their words because they got to let the studio audience laugh and shit like that. This like, it's so weird. Much. It's unnatural. It yeah. sounds over-exaggerated. It sounds like you're watching a stage play, which yeah. I've, I've, I've never really been into. Right. And so, but when I was a kid, that junk was the bee's knees. TGIF, we in there. Woo! We yeah, got everybody Family Matters. We you got know, Full that's, House. That's what we had. Huh? Huh? That's that's that was that's what was hot, you know. Right, and the sitcom format is like dead, dead. Like, but you know, what's his I name? Um, Gabriel Iglesias. He brought back <laughs> his show, and he brought the format back with the last the people laughing in the live studio audience. You know, sometimes that junk is audience? good, huh? They got a live studio audience. Uh, that's what he says. <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's there's a good and bad from that because. Stuff like okay, Martin wasn't a great like wasn't a like oh my gosh amazing show, but Martin had his characters and when you see them break and you see them do it like they're trying to hold it in that shit is funny you know what I'm saying? Well, that's funny, but that's that's different. That's like actual humor and shit. Yeah, you know what's like what's not funny is shit like The Big Bang Theory. That shit's not funny. I mean, you got some funny jokes in there, man. No, none of that shit is funny. <laughs> All of that shit is fucking. I like I like stuff like Malcolm in the Middle that do, that just dismantled the whole like Malcolm sitcom. Malcolm in the Middle was was funny though, and that was and they had funny actors. Alexa, be quiet. Huh? Yeah, you know, like they had, they had Brian Cranston and shit. He's hilarious. Um, yeah, that shit was good. You, by the way, another thing you you should do is uh, Breaking Bad. That's another thing that you. Yeah, I saw the first like couple of episodes, uh, seasons, and then I stopped after like um, spoiler alert after Gus got blown up. Why? Why'd you stop there? Because I I don't have the stamina to watch content. I haven't you watched a show. At, you were literally at the finish line. You decided to turn around. Yeah, I just I don't have the stamina to watch a content. I, I I you know I don't have a I never had a reason to watch content because I I don't think you do until you start watching it and you're like the reason is that it's good and I should finish it. Right, but I but I don't like to waste a lot of time sitting down in one place watching TV for hours and hours. I like to do it, but I know that it's well, bad. Here's, I know it's here's bad. The, here's the deal, and here's the reality: it's only a waste of time if you don't actually finish it. Right. But now that it's going to be my job, because I'm starting a podcast and I'm about um, um, you know pop culture and media, then yeah, I have a reason to sit down and watch a fucking. Oh yeah, thing. no, you have a, you definitely have a reason to finish what's considered by many to be the greatest TV show of all time ever. Wah, yeah, no, wah, you wah. definitely have a. <laughs> you definitely didn't have a reason before. Right, but no, I mean, there's not only. See, here's the thing: I don't want to limit this to just music, television. I want to talk about uh, literature too. There's a lot of books that I haven't read that I need to like catch what? up on. 
like Mary, like, like everything, things that everyone should know, like um, Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. What do you just mean, like classic books, like stuff? Not like just Huckabee? classic books, like the the books that are like that are big, like um, talking about like, of course, classic literature. I want to talk about that stuff. Like, are um, you talking about like like To like, Kill a Mockingbird or to something? To Kill a like, Mockingbird or uh, The Great Gatsby or. Like all the stuff I just bare minimum learned just so I could you know pass school. You, you know mean what I'm the saying? shit they made you read in school? Yeah, the stuff I read they made me read in school. Um, the Some three of that shit was cat though. Yeah, I mean all those books are not like the greatest books, but the stories are so iconic that it would it would be it's probably dope to just talk about it. But I'm but not gonna... like, in fucking like in ninth grade they had us reading fucking conservative fucking like gibberish. Like right. they, you know they had us reading some weird shit about egoism and. And just it, it was it was weird. I was kind of like thinking like, yeah, why are they why are they pushing this shit on me? You know, <laughs> why are they pushing this like weird corporations or people type shit on me? Like I, I I wasn't vibing with it, and it wasn't until I you know read some of that shit later, and I was just kind of like, yo, what the fuck am they I reading? To, you know? They were trying to manipulate you. Well, it's it's when I read it later, and I was like, yo, they were trying to push this shit on me when I was like. 15 and like really impressionable and shit yeah i mean that's when the daughters of the confederacy uh found it the most effective point where they could you know change people's mindsets about slavery in the confederacy yeah they would go into schools and they would uh label all the books in the library uh whether they were um whether they put a good light on the confederacy or a bad light on the confederacy they literally did that shit bro they put they had a sticker a color coding system for books that made the confederacy look bad see that's what i, I that's that's what you got going on today in the context of idiots who want to fucking shelter themselves and hide from the what they call fake news right you have people fucking hiding the facts living in their own alternate version of reality to fucking comfort themselves because they're little fucking bitches. That's what it is. Right, right. And that's what it was then, too. Is the fucking Confederacy, there was some fucking little bitches. That's what it was. <laughs> okay, wait, hold up. I'm on Instagram Live, and some people have actually got in here, but I want to pull up some of those audios from those, from those sitcoms. I don't want to get off topic. They're so bad, bro. Like, the dialogue. Like, okay, so for some Look reason... Up. Look up the Big Bang Theory without the laugh track in it. It's the most fucking cringy shit you'll ever see. Right? No, You're no, gonna no. want to turn it off before you finish. No, before you do that, I wanted to pull up the Moesha. Okay, I still, okay. I'm gonna look at the Big Bang Theory. Hold on, because I got off of Instagram and I kind of got people uh, without the laugh track. Without the laugh track. No laugh track. Okay. No laugh track. Okay. Here's the here's the Big Bang Theory. No laugh track. Here we go. Jim Parsons. Nothing makes beer taste better than cool, clear, Rocky Mountain spring water. Where are the Rocky Mountains anyway? Philadelphia. Really? I thought they were out west someplace. Think about it, Raj. Where did the movie Rocky take place? Philadelphia. Okay, now I get it. So this is the plan. From now on, we're just gonna hide out in here to avoid the shamey. I'm very comfortable here. Penny dear, why don't you shoot another silver bullet my way? Get one yourself. Ooh, somebody's been taking bitchy pill. God, he's an ass when he drinks. Oh, he's an ass when he doesn't. You just don't hear it. 
Okay, so here's the thing. That dialogue is not that bad. It's not that bad. Oh, it was bad. Come on. Bro, but You're here's the thing. telling me that fucking spring water thing, you should laugh at that? Bro, listen, listen. I'm going to uh, show you. The joke is I'm drinking beer and water at the same time. But, bro, <laughs> listen. I'm telling you that sitcoms have advanced significantly because if you look at some episodes of Full House, it's not even funny. It's not even, like, remotely funny. I thought David Coulier oh, no, was the funniest was nigga funny. alive, bro. I thought David Coulier was so funny, bro. I promise you. I thought he was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. He could do voices. He could do puppets. This dude is trash, bro. He is garbage. He is the worst comedian I've ever seen in my life. And when I was a kid, I thought he was the bee's knees, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those sitcoms weren't very good. But that's the thing, is that Big Bang Theory shit was, like, from less than 10 years ago. Like, that was less than 10 years ago. That that was post-Kanye, post-My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Hold up, I'm going to play the Moesha pilot, and I'm going to show, show you the episode from the Moesha pilot. Uh, because, hey, it's nostalgia. None to the nostalgia. Okay, I'll probably get flagged for that. Hold on. Okay, listen, this, this is the dialogue of the first uh, uh, episode, the pilot episode. Well, it's not one worth writing about. Dee told me to put toothpaste on it. Apparently, she thinks it should be cavity-free and mini-fresh. It's getting in my business part of the step- She has a pimple. Oh, so relatable. Back in the day when it was just me, Miles, and Dad. That was her reaction to the alarm clock being late. Oh my god. Slow down, Mo. They already cooked breakfast. And it's not half bad either. Frank, when a woman gets up at dawn, runs down to the 7 Eleven, plows through eight guys with squeegees yelling, Yo, baby, can you help a brother out? Honey, breakfast isn't half bad. It is the bomb. Hello? Excuse me, Huxtables. Why didn't somebody wake me up? Moesha, you do this every morning. I figured you deserve a break. That's so sweet, Dee, but I'm going to take it from here. Daddy, give me your plate. I'll fix you some real pancakes. You touch my plate, punk, and you're going to pull back a nub. <laughs> morning, peeps. What's up, Matt? So basically, he said pull back a nub joke, which is super what the fuck. Everyone has said that joke a million times. Then her dialogue, and you could tell that she's doing this, like they, they trained her to do this type of acting. She's specifically acting for a sitcom. It's so weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, on top of that, uh, there's always the same exact trope. It's like, okay, we have the central family, right? And then there's the guy who always comes to, and freeloads off of our shit. And he makes jokes, and everyone gets annoyed with him, and then he has to go. And then the next thing is they go to school, and they have a friend who's the crazy friend, and then the normal friend. And then the, the teacher is like, like it's, just, it's, it's all the same thing. Steve Harvey was actually a good sitcom. I liked it. For, for as far as sitcoms go, there was, a big, there was a bit of a difference in the way that things went. It was something that you didn't see, really, you know? And the jokes landed. Uh, Cedric was entertaining. There's a lot of good things. Oh, Cedric was entertaining? He's the entertainer. <laughs> now, but I'm what, saying what there's a lot of good things about these sitcoms. But there's, but it's, it, and overall, in essence, it's like the lowest common denominator form of entertainment. I think 
that's kind of what I don't like about sitcoms internally is I don't like the idea that like oh, I'm gonna hear people laughing and then I'm gonna laugh myself because of it. Like nah, the joke's gotta be funny. Right, and the jokes on Fresh Prince were really funny. The jokes on Fresh Prince were funny. I like Fresh Prince though. Um, as far as sitcoms go, as far as black sitcoms go, most of them were actually pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. No, a lot of the black sitcoms were good because they actually had fucking jokes and shit. In and they had to be good because they were going up against all the white sitcoms. Right, and you had shit like Martin, and and you had um, you even had the fucking. Well, what were the Wayne's Bros shows? Was it just called the Wayne's Bros? The Wayne's Brothers. That was a great show. They didn't get a final episode. That's what he said on on a on um scary movie. The Wayne's Brothers was a good show, and we didn't even get a final episode. He was stabbing the dude. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but um, yeah, I mean, as far as black sitcoms go, there there were a lot of great black sitcoms, specifically in the beginning, the Jeffersons. Uh, Sanford and Son. Oh, uh, Jefferson's is good. Sanford yeah. and Son. I those are see those are the sitcoms I think about when I'm like thinking, yeah, classic. Cosby sitcoms. Show, right? Cosby Show, even though he's a fucking weirdo, <laughs> right? In Living, uh, not in Living Color. <laughs> Excuse me, but in Living Color was dope. But I'm talking about sitcoms. In Living Color was really fun. But it's not a sitcom. It's it's a it's a sketch comedy show. But I'm talking about <laughs> sitcoms. Um, the the Living not Living Single was a good show as well. Um. And then Martin was a good show, but Martin was also a bad show because it was very structural. What made Martin good was Martin doing his characters. No one ever did that on TV before. You know what I'm saying? Except for, um, what's his name, Jalil White. What's his name? The guy who plays uh, Steve Urkel? Yeah. He had several characters. He played, you know, his sister. He played, um, so Martin kind of, you know, came after that. You know what I mean? If you want to talk about real OG, like... Urkel was the OG on doing characters, bro, in a sitcom. Yeah, I think uh, when it comes to those movies specifically, I mean, sorry, when it comes to those shows, the uh, the old sitcoms, the old black sitcoms, I mean, let's just face it, black people are just kind of funnier. They just got <laughs> better jokes. They just be saying funnier shit. Right. And when it comes down to it, the, the humor was like, I don't know. I, may, I maybe it's, maybe I could relate to it more or something. I don't know. Right. But I found all of that shit way funnier than I did any of this shit on fucking Full House or <laughs> right. or fucking Friends. Right. Like Friends, there was like a few episodes I liked and like some few small scenes that I remember that I'm like, haha, I remember that. But yeah. like, no, I I remember Fresh Prince. I remember all the episodes I liked. I remember the episodes that made me laugh. Right. I remember the jokes that made me laugh. I remember when when Will Smith, I think said. He's like my my favorite musical comedy, Millie Vanilli. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> no, but that's the thing about these sitcoms is that they were good, they were well thought out, they had great character actors, great people that were doing this thing. And then what happened was because of the popularity of the Fresh Prince, everybody wanted, and it's kind of happening again now with these black movies and everything. Everybody wanted to have a black sitcom, so UPN became like the black sitcom pilot heaven and it was it, yeah they, no i remember upn was always kind of like stereotyped as like the urban channel yeah you, know? you put upn stuff for you put them niggas over there <laughs> this is stupid <laughs> now nah, but um that's the thing though so upn had started cranking out all these like subpar sitcoms because it was just like we got to get a black sitcom and everyone was grabbing these and and wb did it too you know what i'm saying oh yeah 
WB did it too. I mean, that happens with everything, though. You know, everything. Some you see something gets popular, and every fucking studio wants to jump on it. Like, like you see, uh, you know, when like when the Marvel movies took off, suddenly it became like, oh, let's. You know, that's when the the DC cinematic universe popped off because, of course, you know they had to come up. Uh, Warner Brothers had to have their own thing, you know, and, and do that. And it was just kind of like, whenever something is proven, whenever something is proven that it works, that it's popular, that it's hot, everybody else is going to try to copy. Yeah. Every time. And more often than not, as it happens historically, it seems culturally, it's always black culture that's on what's next first. And then white people steal it. Because, hmm. you know, they want to make it their own. Hmm. That's why, you know, that's why you have... And, and it, it applies to a lot of shit. It applies to a lot of shit, but I feel like, I don't know, I, 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 is it is it racist to say that people of color, because of their, I don't know, maybe because of the experience in America, that, you know, they're just kind of instilled with more of a exploration for trying to find relief in comedy and shit? Like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's what I think. That's why I think I gravitate towards comedy, you know? Right. But... I think um, I don't think it's racist to say fucking black people are way fucking funnier than white people are. <laughs> I, I, who's your Who's your favorite comedian? Hey, um, I'm not gonna lie, man. A lot of my favorite comedians are black comedians. Not gonna lie. My favorite comedian is Chappelle. Chappelle, Pryor, Eddie Pryor, Murphy, Chappelle. Chris Rock. I like, I like George Carlin. George I like Carlin. Eric Andre. See, someone said this, and I thought that was true. George Carlin isn't funny. He's. I think. I think George Carlin. Is, he's is interesting. Funny, like he's interesting. He says poignant things, but he's not funny. Like, ha yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, see, that's I. Li- that's what I was gonna say. Is I like George Carlin, but I don't think he's like that. I don't think he's as funny as somebody like Richard Pryor was. Yeah, yeah. I think George Carlin. What I liked about him is just how fucking aggressively angry he was, <laughs> and how self-aware he seemed. Yeah. He seemed. He seemed like what I'm gonna be like when I'm that old. I hope not, man. I want to be the jolly old Saint Nick, man. I want to be the, hey, everybody, you having a good time? Here's the candy. (laughs) George Carlin was only mad because he saw the bullshit. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, all my favorite comedians are black. I'm going to be the favorite. Eric Andre, uh, Lil Rel, love Lil Rel, Hannibal Burris. But dog, I mean, I like a lot of I like a lot of white comedians. I like Jim Gaffigan. I like Mike Birbiglia. I like He's Merman. Funny. What's the name? Merman. You know what I'm saying? I don't know him. Uh, uh, something Merman. Um, I even like um, I even like Joe Rogan's stand up. I, yeah, I mean, I don't Joe think Rogan. He's that good, but I like his stand-up. right. Joe Rogan, Jerry Seinfeld. Who are these people? Uh, no, I can't stand Seinfeld. <laughs> Um. Uh. What's his name? Then you got Kramer, and how? See how that worked out for him. Oh right. <laughs> He's a nigger. You know what I'm saying. Um. <laughs> That's what he says. That's what he says. Um. What else? Uh. I mean, there's a lot of white comics that I like, man. Um. You know, Jezelnik. You know, I like Jezelnik. I like um. Uh, oh, yeah, no, no. uh. Tony fucking Diaz. Oh, he's a Cuban guy. You talking about? You talking about? Um. You talking about Tony or no? Um. Tony Coco Diaz, so talking, fucking cocksucker. From the, from the Rogan podcast? He's actually a Cuban, so. Yeah, he's Cuban. Nah, but um, you talk about white people, man. I mean, like, I like uh, Duncan Trussell. I like, um, you know, there's a lot of white comics that I like, man. Josh I honestly Gad. am struggling to come up with them right now. Huh? <laughs> I'm honestly struggling to come up with them right now. <laughs> I'm, like, trying to think. I'm trying to think of white comedians I think are, like, really funny. Yeah. 
uh, Louis C.K. Come on, bro. He was funny. I like Louis. I like Louis. Is he canceled uh, he, still? He Louis C.K. was maybe one of the funnier white comics that I that I could think of. Right. I mean, he wrote Pootie Tang. Come on. He did write Pootie Tang. Oh <laughs> shit! I forgot about that shit. Yo, Pootie Tang was my shit. Separate time, my Damien. Call me on the pedestal. Oh man, I I love Pootie Tang. I remember I loved the fucking scene where he starts where he starts uh fucking using his braid to reflect the bullets. <laughs> right. In slow motion, that shit was wild. Yeah. I mean, it's just great, man. I mean, I, I never would have thought Wanda Sykes would do a movie like that. That's pretty funny. I like, um, I like, I, you know, and here's... One thing that I, we're doing is that we're being enough. super sexist and we're not talking about female comics either. What was that? So we're being super sexist, too. We're not talking about any female comics. There's, I, don't, I think, uh, I think comedy is pretty sexist for not boosting up more female comics. Right. I, th- I like some female comics, um... I like off top. I like Sarah Silverman. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of some that I think are really funny. I thought Whitney Cummings was pretty funny. I liked some of her stand up. Right. What's the name of that Asian um, girl that was pregnant? She was she was real funny. Yeah, she was funny too. I watched that. I watched her special. God, I'm forgetting her name. Feel bad about that. But yeah. I, I'm forgetting her name. Fuck. I'm gonna look it up just because I. Don't, I like Dimitri I, Martin. Was, he's he's really good. Like Dimitri Alice Martin. Or something. Let me let me make sure. Okay. You know Dimitri Martin? Uh, Dimitri Martin. I think he's pretty fucking funny. But here's the thing, Dimitri Martin. While I think he's funny, that's what I mean by like. I think black people are way funnier than white people. That's like white funny. Yeah, you gotta be. That's like... that's white people funny. <laughs> Wait, but, that's not the same. Right. That's yeah. not the same as when you're fucking. You know when you you're telling a a whole a whole Chappelle fucking monologue and you go into a you know a, a story and just to, just to hit him with the kicker and the pussy at the <laughs> yeah yeah that kind of stuff is great man I mean uh, my family one thing that I like too is like Jamaicans too like um, they're just funny man like they're just funny they talk about they can talk about literally anything and it's it's the most oh by, by the way her name was Ali or Ali, Ali Wong. Wong I I was gonna say Alice Wong. So I'm, I was close. Ali Wong. And you know who else I like? Aquafina. She had a really good television show on uh, Car- Comedy Central. Aquafina. I haven't even fucking seen anything on Comedy Central in Dude, a while. She got a great do remember, show. Do you remember when uh, Aquafina is Comedy something... Central used to do the roasts? Yeah, those are great. I think Comedy Central is about to shut down. If I'm not mistaken, I heard that the whole, the whole network is done. Damn. Hey, I, I, tell, tell me this. Do you think it's fucking ignorant that the president of the United States has been roasted on Comedy Central? That's <laughs> the worst, bro. It's the <laughs> it's the worst thing. Can you imagine? I mean, they roast them uh, in a in a more uh, civilized uh, manner. No, the- actually, they were hitting them pretty fucking hard. No, no, no. What I mean is, what I mean is, they always roast the president, but they do it in a more civilized manner at the uh, the correspondence <laughs> dinner. Yeah. No, I I mean, yeah, we still roasting on the president now, but yeah. this man showed up to Comedy Central to get roasted by the situation and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. When you Do you say remember? That shit, I don't know if you saw that shit. But I that saw shit it, was but so just think about it. Like, to think about when you said it, the way you said it, like, the president of the United States goes to Comedy Central to get roasted by the situation and Snoop Doggy Dog <laughs> tonight yeah, on Snoop Comedy Dog. Central. 
And Seth MacFarlane hosted that roast. What the fuck? I remember he said something so fucking funny. Seth MacFarlane is another white comic, I think it's funny, though. He's not really a comic. He's just a, a, a funny guy. He's funny, um, but he just, like, started getting stale with the with the whole um, a Family Guy thing, man. He just started getting stale. No, no, actually, Family Guy got stale because he stopped writing it after season two. Did he? The first two seasons of Family Guy are, like, the funniest shit I've... I've, I've can personally like think I remember seeing when yeah. I was like a kid, but he I made thought that shit was so funny. I hated I hate his films. Like he's a horrible filmmaker. Oh man, his films are fucking bad, bro. The that 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 bad. western movie where he shits in a hat for yeah, like for like ten minutes. That. Like that that bit goes shit. on for way too long. He's shitting in a hat for like five minutes, bro. Yeah, I ain't watched that shit, man. I no, I'm just no cap. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch his series, uh, The Orville, either. I didn't like the I Ted, think, uh, Teddy Bear movie. That shit was whack. I didn't bro. watch that either. That um, shit was whack, bro. Unfortunately. And I liked, I liked Jeff Ross. He was at that roast, the Trump roast. Jeff, Jeff Ross, Ross is funny. funny, man. Jeff Ross yeah, he's is fucking hilarious. Um, he's the roast master general. Uh, well, he went, I like his special <laughs> when he went to the um, jail. That was great. Great stuff. He went to a jail and did a stand-up in jail? He roasted the inmates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking watch that shit. Yeah, you got to watch that shit, bro. It's hilarious. But, um, I remember, yeah. I don't know if you watched the Trump roast, but Seth MacFarlane calls Trump Jaden Smith with a hump come over. <laughs> and, he, and he says, he says at one point, uh, well, not him, the fucking situation gets up and start, tries to start doing his set. Yeah. And it's so fucking bad. He's not fucking funny. I remember at all. he bombed like, big time. He, did, he was saying his punchlines and fucking crickets. Like nobody was laughing. Yeah. And Jeff Ross had to get up and fucking go save him. And um, that's when I was like, you know, I remember watching that. I was like, yo, it's bad if, if Trump is not looking like this fucking stupidest person in the room right now. <laughs> what? What was he thinking? That he thought this was a good idea to do this? He thought he was going to get up there and that people would laugh because he was going to say shit that he thinks is funny. Because I guess his friends left. Same I dumb mean, shit or something. he got writers, right? No, he didn't. He, he, he sat in there and he was like, Hey, uh, I know you're a little hater, Anthony Cheselnik. And he's like, uh, I, I, But I actually think you're kind of funny because uh, I told one of your jokes to a supermodel the other day and she was laughing as I was banging her brains out on the pile of floor with a stack of cash next to me in my motherfucking mansion. Fucking crickets. Alexa. Nobody fucking said crickets. shit. Everybody was just like, what? <laughs> I need to sound for sleep and relaxation on Amazon Music. What was that? It's crickets, bro. <laughs> Alexa, be quiet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I mean, the whole thing, and I don't want to go on Trump tangents all the time. How about this? So we don't go on a Trump tangent because it's very easy to do so. Can you read some of the stuff that I sent you about the ex and then I like free freestyle some stupid funny shit based off of that stuff? Let's see. What's, the, what's here? Let's see. We got uh-huh. we got Lex Luthor. We got Jeff Bezos' Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> and and Professor X, I guess. Which one? He's probably more Lex Luthor than Professor X. Well, I said Professor X because X Man. I thought about a bald dude, but yeah, he's Lex Luthor. He's a real life Lex Luthor. That's pretty. Okay, what else? Yeah. Um, let's see. We got Malcolm X. Okay. Is the X Man yeah. based on Malcolm X and Martin Luther King? 
We got Lil Nas X. Maybe you should freestyle to Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what happened to him? He was the biggest thing ever. I think he was the biggest thing for like a month or so. I think he... Do you think that he's going to come out with another single like and then like shake up the I world again? I think he's going to come out with another single. I don't think he's going to come out with another Old Town Road, but he's going to come out with another single. Is it going to like shake up the world? Probably not. Did his last single shake up the world? I don't know. Yes, actually, it did. And I was super, I was super hyped because of it. I appreciated it because what he Which did one? was it was a remix to Rodeo where they made an animation, right? And he got the real Nas on the record. The act, the rapper Nas. The rapper Nas, right? Gold Chain and Jay's Nas. Huh? Gold Chain and Jay's Nas. Yes. And so. You got the Lil Nas X and the Big Nas rapping on a record, right? With a crazy dope. dope horn sample and like, you know, the guitar, like the Spanish guitar. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, I have heard that one. Yeah, I love but it. That, I, you know, that shit wasn't as fucking monumental as Old Town Road. That Old Town Road song had like fucking eight remixes too. Still, but what I'm going to tell you what made me appreciate that song was the live performance that he did at the Grammys where he brought out the trumpet and was playing the trumpet and then... The actual Nas came up out of the ground in a white suit with white Air Force Ones. Come on, bro. That's iconic shit, dog. I actually didn't see that. You got to, you dope. got, you have to watch it. It's I crazy. I fuck with Lil Nas X. I, don't, I mean, I, I ain't a fucking Lil Nas X hater or nothing. I just, I don't, I don't think he's going to have the same success with every song now going forward. Yeah. Just because it's so fucking impossible to repeat that same success with the first song. Honestly. It's impossible. Yeah, honestly, um, I'm not. Su- I'm super surprised uh, that Cardi B has been able to parlay her success off of that Bodak Yellow for so long. She's still holding on to relevance. Yeah, I, she is, and I think that she keeps uh, inserting herself where she'll be relevant. Yeah, I think if we stop, I think if we stopped listening to her, we would just kind of forget about her. But the fact is, she keeps featuring on people's tracks. She shows up. She's in demand, I guess, for that reason. And I think also listen. it's just that her personality is so so big, you know. Like as soon as I the coronavirus don't really hit, give a fuck about her personality at all. But yeah, her, I, I think her. I think she can rap. I mean, she I said she coronavirus. Everyone's been saying coronavirus in her voice since the beginning of the pandemic. I have. I definitely have. See? Anytime, <laughs> anytime somebody's on Facebook <laughs> and they're fucking out like at, at a bar or something, I comment that gif. Coronavirus. Shit is getting real. So I'm saying, like, she's not only making music that's gonna keep her relevant, but she also has meme ability. I don't think she was trying to be memed. I think that she's not. That's the happy. thing. She doesn't have to try. She's so ridiculous that everything she does can become a meme. <laughs> you know, I think. And we came back full circle to this hoons in this house. There's some hoons. <laughs> <clears throat> I think there's a difference between how Cardi B stays relevant because, you know, every once in a while she gets turned into a meme or she does a feature every once in a while. Yeah. I think that's kind of harder to, like, you know, manually do because – one, you can't you can't build your success off forever just featuring. You gotta you gotta have your own fucking album or something at some point, and it's gotta do well. I think the first album she put out did okay, didn't it? I like well, her, I think she only has one album. 
right? Yeah, that, the first album that she put out. Yeah, that's I a great. I, 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 I liked it. To it. I enjoyed it. I think it. it was like sort of successful, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, me being somebody who wants to be like a media type person who talk, I I feel like the biggest thing I have to kind of give it, excuse me, a shot. So I did listen to the album. Yeah, I just hadn't listened to it. I wasn't that into her, so I didn't feel like I need to listen to it. But I heard some of the songs, and I, I mean, she can rap. Like she can definitely rap. She's got like the potential to stay relevant just off putting out music. Yeah, the album is right. great. It's well-rounded. It has a nice intro that's really passionate. It has several bangers on it. The Drip Drip song, the, the right. Bodak Yellow, this, the uh, and then a bunch of singles that came out. Be Careful. Like, So it's a great album. It's a great uh, introductory album for artists. So it definitely holds up. Right, and it's just, that that's the thing. It's like, you know, and it's it's pretty well-known that, you know, a lot of artists, their second album isn't going to do as well, whatever, yeah. sophomore slump, but, like, really, it's just because it's harder to recreate that same success from when you were new and fresh, and you were exciting because nobody's heard any of your music yet. I think it's, there's more to be said about how you can maintain that outside of it, because, it's, you know, there's got to be some effort put in on your part to kind of, I feel, hoist yourself up into the mainstream, yeah. For example, and this is why I like Six Nine so much. This man oh, was fucking no. on house arrest and manages to do bigger numbers. Please shut up about Six Nine. Anybody else? God, Ask please shut up about Six Nine. Number one artist in the entire world. I don't want to hear nothing about that rainbow, bro. Beloved by children across the world. He's the new Michael Jackson. <laughs> shut up. I swear to God, bro. Can't I even dance. He can't even dance. He can't Just dance, and he can't sing. <laughs> so how are you going to be Michael Jackson? I can't dance like Michael Jackson. Son, yo, that song, yo, isn't it crazy how that song just disappeared? Like, you know? Because that song was trash. But <laughs> See, Drake's an example of an artist who has managed to stay relevant because his music is, is quality enough Bro, to, to keep relevant. Alexa, when did Drake start making music? Two thousand one. So my man's been been relevant for almost twenty years. Golly! Well, I mean, started rapping, but he was still on his Degrassi shit then. His first album, I'm pretty sure, came out in like two thousand eight. Still, so that's, that's still like been over a decade. Over a decade. That's an incredible run, bro. Incredible. And so yeah, I'm and not. Since a... Drake came out, he was always on top. Since Drake came out, he was always the, like one of the most popular artists in the world. I don't Crazy. think at any point Drake fell off of the list of most popular rappers currently still I, he's still there and i think that the reason is because he keeps his finger on the pulse he might not be the greatest rapper he might be making his, most of his fans might be kids and women but the fact that he's actually listening to the culture and responding to the culture in real time yeah i mean I, like i said he's one of the, he's one of the most popular rappers and has been for the last like 10 years steady on not i don't think there's been a year that drake wasn't relevant somehow in like the last decade. Hmm. That's crazy. It's harder to say the same for like Migos, for example, though they still maintain their relevancy, they're still popular. Right. But it's harder to say for Migos that every year they had a song that was like a big hit and every year they were relevant for this and that. You know, Drake has had, I'm pretty sure he's had a fucking song, like a big hit every year for the last like 10 years. Right. And you know who else did that really well? 
um, Ludacris. He had a hit every year. He did. Ludacris did do that really well. And you know who? And you know who does it also, but we don't really pay attention to it. Fat Joe. Okay. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Fat Joe always I got think. a banger, and it's not just I, like a big song; it's like the biggest song. Everybody was I, all the way up. Everybody was leaning back. I'm talking about like he makes like bangers. I think um, I think Fat Joe is a media mogul. Mm. I think Fat Joe knows how to uh, knows how to how to keep relevancy in the form of shit like podcasts and and shows and. And he's even like done, out, like you know, outside of media ventures. Like, I think I've seen this motherfucker participating in an MLM scam. I yeah, think. I saw that. He was trying to be like, you know, market America. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Talking Yo. to some Joey Diaz scumbag scammer looking at <laughs> Yo, you know, don't even get me started on multi level marketing, bro. Like, look, I ain't gonna trust some guy with his shirt unbuttoned, with a hairy chest and a gold chain and sunglasses. <laughs> While you're telling me that you're gonna make me rich, <laughs> yo, did you see the John Oliver thing where he broke down multi-level marketing? No, I haven't. I love John Man, Oliver. That's... That shit is amazing. But yeah, do you I watch mean, last week tonight still? I, I still watch it. You don't watch it anymore? I do. I watch it every week. Yeah, I watch it. But um, I still watch the old bits because they're so good. You know what I'm saying? You, like you catch a lot of stuff in them. Um, the, the bit they about the good. churches, man, I have it was, seen that one. That was great. Church. The church one, the uh, uh, anyway, whatever. I'm not gonna go on that. But um, yeah, he's good. But what I was saying was, um, multi like I can't tell you how many people. I might do an episode just on MLMs, but I can't tell you how many people like five years ago, six years ago, were like, "Oh my gosh, bro, do you want to be your own boss? Do you want to do like they were really serious about that?" And I'm not gonna uh, like, man. The, the, in in the Hispanic community, dude, the Herbalife thing is so big, and they take advantage of those people, bro. Right, and I, I've been saying this for the last like ten years or so because I know people who fucking try to peddle that type of shit, and they try to like sell that t- not just Herbalife, but like other similar products too. Yeah, I had this girl who fucking messaged me the other day. Not not the other day. This is like maybe the other month, and she was like, "Yo." So she's like, hey, do you want to try out my product for this? I'm looking for somebody to, like, give me some, like, a, I'll give you a free sample so you can give me a review or something. And I was just kind of like, I told her straight up, I was like, nah, I think products like this are pretty unethical. And I think they take advantage of lower income communities, right. specifically, you know, brown and black people that don't know any better. And that think they think that these things work when there's no real science behind it to prove that any of it works. And all she did was, like laugh react to my message send me laughing emojis and then block me <laughs> yo i'm gonna tell you something dog i don't know what they be doing to people but when they get in they are in and nothing will tell them otherwise and they are just gung-ho for that company it's the best thing they ever heard i don't know what the fuck they be but they my... convince themselves that it's real my theory is that they do it like church like the church of money or church without money i've seen i've been to a couple of them or seen some of them online these meetings and they're very they very had they hold the same kind of a weight like a church meeting like a group church it's a church with money it's the church of money <laughs> it's the That's church what it is. I mean, and the god is the money and the god is the, is 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 your Porsche that you can get if you if you sell you know but here's the thing dude here's the thing that kills me about about the Hispanic community really getting involved in MLMs like Herbalife, 
is, bro, y'all got a lot of products that already are popping. I'm talking about um, churros. I'm talking about tacos, burritos. I'm talking about fucking horchata. I'm talking about the corn with the fucking dip the corn in that motherfucker. Bro, y'all got mad dope products that work that will sell. Why you gotta make new products? <laughs> like just some shit that don't work. This shit's been working forever, bro. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that shit ain't helped me lose weight. <laughs> bro, but they're not gonna stop eating any of that stuff. Hell no, I ain't gonna stop eating none of that shit, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's some of the shit that I think is funny that um Mexican food is probably some of the dopest food, but it's the worst. Like it's like cheese on top of bread, on top of rice, on top of peas. It's like the worst shit you can eat, bro. But it's so fucking good. I'm so fucking good. I'm fucking hungry right now. I haven't eaten all fucking bro, day. Bro, I'm hungry too, yo. Let's go get some Taco Bell. Yeah, fucking come right now. We'll go to Taco Bell. Bro, are you being a bad? Right after this shit. Nah, you being a bad influence on my life, bro. There's some tacos in this house. Some tacos in this house. Okay. And they close at two anyway. Bro, nah, I can't do it. I said to myself that I was gonna drink my green juice and fast for the rest of the night and go to sleep. Yeah, I haven't eaten anything all day, so I'm just hungry, I guess. Well, get your Taco Bell, but make sure that you um, exercise. <laughs> I'll like, make sure I exercise around three a.m. after. I- <laughs> Push it down. Yeah, go do, dance all those carbs off. Okay, so uh, we're gaining on 87 minutes. Wow. So yeah. how about we run off the last few lists of the X thing for episode 10. X gonna give it to you. X, X, X. And then I'll just uh, we'll just do a, a quick uh, uh, rapid fire shot of everything that I le- that's left on the list that I sent you. Well, there was, um, let's see. X gon' give it to you. Wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Alexa, put two minutes on the clock. Two minutes starting now. All right, let's go. Top ten something. Top ten something. Wins. Huh? Top ten something. That's what it says. Oh, top ten anything. X. Top ten anything. What you want? Top ten. Come on. Uh, the top ten. I don't know. Top ten. Top ten most fucked up things to happen this year. Um, coronavirus, uh, Trump, uh, Trump, um, Trump. <laughs> just Trump, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, 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 um, uh, uh, the explosion in, um, in, uh, Beirut, Beirut. um, uh, what else, what else, what else, uh, the, the George riots, Floyd. George Floyd, the riots, um, what else, we only got like uh, 90 more seconds, um, uh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, um, um, I don't know, um. Joe Biden said that we ain't black if we don't vote for him. That too, Biden. (laughs) Um, man, Big Ed. Oh, Big Ed. I don't know what that's got to do anything, but I'm going to throw him in there. All right, all right. Um, People uh, losing their jobs. Business is going out of business because of the coronavirus. Trump. Trump. All right, what else we got? We're running out of time. Uh, you said Trump like four times. Um, damn, I think we're going to get beat by the clock on this one. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think... Um, 
trying to think of the other worst shit things to happen this year. Alright. Um, move on to the next one. <laughs> move on to the next one. Alright, uh, the very last thing here. It was... Funny stories about ex-lovers. This is the last one we haven't talked about yet. Oh, too bad. We ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Convenient. Saved by the bell. Right. Yo, thank y'all for tuning in. I know that this was random as fuck, but it was episode 10, and we just wanted to, to put that X on your ass, that Roman numeral. Wakanda forever. Rip, rip XXXTentacion. Yo, XXXTentacion. <laughs> That's the end of my episode. So I'm gonna end it. XXX Tentacio. Oh shit. Hey, what you gonna what you gonna do now? I'm gonna share the HD version on YouTube. I'm going to try to keep it organic.